Welcome to Bulletproof, the podcast where you'll hear from people just like you who have dreams and ambitions. These people all win no matter how hard the times. They never quit or give up. That's why we call them Bulletproof. And now, here's the creator and host of Bulletproof, Mr. Bob Coleman. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whatever time you may find yourself listening to this podcast, welcome to Bulletproof the podcast. I'm Bob Coleman, the host and the creator of Bulletproof, the podcast. And I just wanted to take the time today to introduce Bulletproof, the podcast to the world. Why should you take precious time out of your day to listen to another podcast? There are millions of podcasts being heard all over the world. Why this one? And I just thought it would be nice to introduce myself to the podcast world, tell you a little bit about myself and tell you a little bit about Bulletproof and why I think it's worth your listening. I think that's fair, right? Bulletproof, first of all, means you don't quit. Bulletproof means you don't stop. Bulletproof means no matter what, we never give up in life. Just to tell you a little bit about myself, I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. I am one of six children. I'm the oldest son. I have a younger brother. I have four young sisters and I have three young sisters and one older sister. Again, we grew up on the south side of Chicago. We lived in the Robert Taylor Holmes projects. Now, we did not live there necessarily because we were poor and could not afford to live anywhere else. We lived there because actually my father, he worked there as the head custodian. And because he worked there, we got to, uh, we were offered to live there for free. I guess we were special, right? And my mom told uh, my dad that he would, she would stay there with us for two years. But after two years, he would have to find us a better home. And my father did just that. We lived uh, at Robert Teller Homes, 4444 South State Street in the white buildings for two years. And then we moved to 6946 South Wentworth. It's amazing how I can remember all of these, um, those addresses even to this day. But growing up on the south side of Chicago, being one of six siblings, my mother and father, they, first of all, they told us that we could do and be anything that we wanted. Now, there was nothing special about us, and there's nothing special about me. My mom and dad used to pile us up in the old station wagon around the holiday time, Christmas time, and we would go downtown Chicago, or they would drive us out to the suburbs, and they would show us all the big, beautiful homes and all the decorations. And, you know, being small children, we were very like, ooh, wow, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Our parents would tell us, would ask us if we wanted to live in houses like that. And, of course, we would say, yeah. Do you want to drive fancy cars like that? Yeah. And then my parents gave us their formula for success. They said, well, all you have to do is go to school, get good grades, so you can graduate and get a good job. And if you do that, you'll be able to afford those things and afford to live like what you're seeing and drive like what you're seeing. That's what my parents told, told us. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Why bulletproof? First of all, I've been bulletproof my whole life, even before I realized what being bulletproof is all about. I was the one child with a very vivid imagination. I would pretend for hours I would sit in my room and I would pretend like I was on the radio. First of all, 
we love music. Music was always a part of our house. We had a band. My brother played the drums and I played the keyboard and I sang lead in our band. And the name of our band was Robert Coleman and the Darker Shades of Silver. That's before I became Bob Coleman. <laughs> it was Robert Coleman and the Darker Shades of Silver. That was the name of our band. And we, you know, we played R&B music and it was, it, we had rehearsals and there was always music in our house. And as I got older, I found radio and I actually went to uh, broadcast school. I went to Midwestern Broadcasting School in Chicago. And I also attended Columbia College, which, which is a broadcasting college in Chicago. And that's when I decided that I wanted to be on the radio. And so what I would do is I would sit in my room and my mother and father bought, a, bought me a, a little component set. When I was 12 years old, I got it for Christmas. As a matter of fact, here in the studio, I'm looking at it right now, I still have that little Fillmore amplifier still sitting here on my shelf that my parents bought me for Christmas as a Christmas gift when I was 12 years old. It doesn't work anymore, but I keep it. That, that little Fillmore amplifier has been with me my entire life, and there it sits on the shelf. But I was 12 years old when I received that as a Christmas gift. And I got the amplifier and I got a little turntable and I got two little speakers. And I would sit in my bedroom for hours and I would pretend I was on the radio. I would make up mock radio shows and pretend I was on the radio. Well, as I got older, of course, my equipment got better. I was basically given the opportunity to become a, a DJ at a nightclub, a disco actually in Chicago. And so this disco wasn't very popular. As a matter of fact, it was the Yesterday Disco. You guys know what Yesterday Disco, it was the disco that was a year ago, it was hot, but not anymore. I was given the opportunity to be the resident DJ at the Yesterday Disco in Chicago. It was a place called the, the 69 Club. Anybody from Chicago will remember the 69 Club, which changed its name later to the Copper Box. So I became the DJ at the 69 Club, and I would DJ there on Friday and Saturday nights. And this place was pretty huge, but pretty empty <laughs> because it was the used-to-be club. I met a gentleman, his name was Roy, and Roy worked at, at that time, the number one radio station in Chicago. It was a radio station called WBMX Radio. And Roy was a part-timer at the radio station, and how I met him was, my sister and I were actually out at a club called City Lights in Hammond, Indiana. City Life, I'm sorry, City Life in Hammond, Indiana. If anybody ever, if you ever saw the movie The Blues Brothers back in the day, John Belushi, The Blues Brothers, there's a scene in The Blues Brothers when The Blues Brothers, they actually drive a, 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 the car that they're driving. It's like an old police car that they bought. And they drive this car through this mall. Well, that's actually the mall where they filmed that was actually the mall where the club City Life was located. And my sister and I, we were there one night, you know, just having a good time. And this guy by the name of Roy Michael Roberson came in. He worked for WBMX Radio. He was a part-timer for the station. He didn't know me and I didn't know him. And I went up to him and I introduced myself and I told him that I want, wanted to be a radio disc jockey as well. And 
every place Roy would show up in Chicago as far as nightclubs, because Roy was a he was a go getter. He really was. He was all over Chicago, you know, announcing himself, DJing. You know, he was living his life. He was out, he was having a great time. And so every place that Roy would show up, I would show up. Hi, Mr. Robeson. Hi, Mr. Robeson. Hi, Mr. Robeson. So finally, you know, we became friends and we became that that meeting led into a over 40 year friendship. And I remember Roy telling me that, you know, for me to just wait for him to really make it big, because at that time he was only working part time in radio. He didn't have a full time position. And he told me, just Bob, just wait for me to, you know, to make it big. Soon as I get in, I'm going to get you in. And I did that for a minute. But after a while, you know, I stopped waiting. But I saw opportunities. Opportunities, I saw them. And so I just went for them. I, I started introducing myself to people that have worked in radio. And I remember meeting this guy. His name was Rick Stevens. And Rick Stevens, he worked at a radio station in Gary, Indiana, WLTH Radio. He was at a club one night, walked up, and I introduced myself to him. And I said, Mr. Stevens, my name is, you know, Bob Coleman. I want to be a radio personality like you. And I remember him giving me his card because he worked for WLTH Radio in Gary, Indiana. And he told me, he said, what you have to do, young man, is you have to go down south. You know, you're living in Chicago. You have to go down south and get you a, a job at a radio station in the south. And then you have to work your way back up to the Chicago slash Gary, Indiana area. This is called like major market radio. And I remember him telling me that. I was so excited to get his card. But I remember, and I'm going to tell you guys exactly how this happened. Because one of the things that I teach, that I share, I should say, on my platform, Bulletproof, is this. The how something's going to happen is none of your business. Everything that I share on Bulletproof is something that I've lived personally or that I know of the person who have shared their life story with me that have gone through something personal. Nothing that I share on Bulletproof is made up Nothing that I share on the platform Bulletproof is something that I've that I've witnessed in a movie or read out of a book. And so I'm going to share with you all today exactly how I got my very first job in radio. Now, remember, I met the gentleman. His name was Rick Stevens, and he was the afternoon guy for radio station WLTH Radio in Gary, Indiana. And his advice to me was to Go down south and get a job in the south somewhere at a southern radio station at a smaller market and then work my way back to the Chicago slash Gary, Indiana market. That was his advice to me. And I didn't know any better. I was excited for the advice. I was like, thank you, sir. Thank you for that wisdom. And he gave me his, his card. I was at that time still DJing at the club called the Nimbus Disco in Chicago, which at that time I had moved from the 69 Club, and now I'm at the Nimbus. Now, the Nimbus was the number one club, the number one disco in Chicago at that time. It was it was hot. Everybody went to the Nimbus, and I was given the opportunity to, be, to become the resident DJ, which means I, I was the DJ there, what, four or five nights out of the week. And so I'm spinning records now. I'm the DJ at the number one club in Chicago, the Nimbus. 
This is exactly what happened, and this is exactly how I got the job at the radio station, which was WLTH Radio, which was my very first radio station, WLTH Radio, which was the same radio station that Rick Stevens told me I had to go down south before I could even imagine working at a radio station such as that. Here's how it happened. I was driving home from the Nimbus Disco and this car came alongside of me on the highway and got in front of me. And I looked at the bumper sticker on the car. The car had a WLTH radio bumper sticker on it. Now, when I saw that, that brought that radio station back to my memory. I'm like, oh man, WLTH radio. I said to myself, I'm going to contact that station again and see if I can get hired there as a radio personality. A week or so went on, you know, wasn't in the front of my mind. I really wasn't thinking about it. But seeing that car on the highway with the bumper sticker WLTH on it really sparked something in my mind. I didn't act on it. Maybe a week went by, maybe two weeks. Now I'm sitting in my bedroom. And I had put together a little studio. I had amplifier, I had mixers, I had real real machines. If you walked in my bedroom back in the day, you would have thought you were at a radio station. <laughs> so I'm sitting in my bedroom and I reached to get something off one of the shelves I had in my bedroom. And when I reached to get whatever it is I was getting off the shelf, Rick Stevens' business card fell off the shelf. I didn't even know it was up there, but it was on the shelf, obviously. And his business card fell off the shelf. And when I saw it, I picked it up. And I'm like, WLTH radio. Hit me again, right? The how something's going to happen is none of your business. And so when it hit me again, I said, that's right. I'm supposed to be reaching out to this station. And so I ended up calling the station and I spoke to a lady. Her name was Geneva English. She was the program director of the radio station at the time, Geneva English. And I called her and I talked with her on the phone and she asked me if I would come in to meet with her. And so I went in, I met with her. I had an audition tape with me. She listened to my audition tape and she hired me and I became the afternoon radio personality for WLTH radio without going down South, without going away to get prior experience, but just by following all the signs, following all the signs. And that's one of the things that I share when it comes to Bulletproof. You have to get out of your own way. Everything that, anything that you want, it's right there for you. But again, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to make this about a Bulletproof training. I want to introduce to you the Bulletproof podcast. So listening to the Bulletproof podcast, you're going to hear people from all over the world who have done great and amazing things. I'm not perfect. And I don't want to present myself as being perfect because that's, that's another slippery slope that a lot of people find themselves on. That's another excuse that people will use. Well, Bob Coleman, he's successful because he's perfect and nothing can be further from the truth. I've made my mistakes. I'm going to make more mistakes. I feel bad about some of the things that I've done, but I've done those things. And so I'm not here 
to present myself as a perfect being. I am a man who has lived an incredible life. Why should you listen to Bulletproof? Because Bulletproof is about, it's about you. What is it that you want to do? See, for the first time, here's a podcast that's not selling you anything. There's nothing for you to sign up for. There's no monthly membership fees, nothing. I get excited when I see other people realizing the greatness is in them and then living through that greatness because that excites me. It really and truly does. That's my payday. When I see other people, if I can help other people achieve the things, whatever it is, Bulletproof is not the platform that's going to try to sell you something or tell you you should be doing something else. Whatever it is you want to do, that's exactly what we want for you. How do I know it? Because I've done it my entire life. From being a radio personality, because I wanted to. And I stayed in radio for as long as I wanted. I did some incredible things. I met some incredible people. You know, I've worked. You're talking about your dream coming true. If you can imagine watching Soul Train. I used to watch Soul Train on Saturday mornings with Don Cornelius. I used to watch the American Bandstand with Dick Clark. And I used to say, man, one day I'm going to do that. One day I'm going to do what they're doing. And guess what? It happened. Don't take my word for it. I want to give you a homework assignment. Go to YouTube and put in Bob Coleman, salt and pepper. Okay, put that in the search engine on YouTube. Bob Coleman, salt and pepper. What you're going to see, you're going to find a video of a video show that we did in St. Louis called Magic City Videos. And on this particular episode, I'm interviewing Salt and Pepper. Now, the significance for about that for me is this. As a, as a younger man, I would sit in my room and I would watch Soul Train. And I would watch Don Cornelius on Soul Train. And he would be interviewing the guests that were on his show. If you look at me, and watch me on that interview with salt and pepper and then you bring up an interview with Don Cornelius bring up let's say Don Cornelius interviews Rick James I know that's on that's on YouTube as well it's not necessarily the interview I want you to watch I want you to look at the way Don Cornelius is standing I want you to look at the way Don Cornelius is holding the microphone I want you to look at the way Don Cornelius is talking during the interview. And then watch my interview. I'm doing the exact same thing because that's where I got it from. <laughs> I would sit up and watch Don Cornelius and Dick Clark and all of these famous people on television. And I said, one day I'm going to do it. And if you go to YouTube and you put in Bob Coleman, Salt and Pepper, and then you put in Don Cornelius interviews, Tina Marie, or Don Cornelius interviews Rick James. I know those two interviews are on YouTube. It's not necessarily the interview I want you to watch. Look at Don Cornelius. Look at how he's holding the mic. Look at how I'm holding the mic. Look at how he's standing. Look how I'm standing. See, this just shows you that dreams come true. 
And this is the foundation of Bulletproof. If I can do it, you can do it. And so that's the foundation of Bulletproof. Bulletproof shows you how there's greatness in you. There's greatness in all of us. And it's not about you being perfect. It's not about you being right all the time. You're going to make mistakes. I made mistakes. You learn through error. You have to fail forward. I have failed at things. You have to fail forward, not fall back, but fail forward. That's what Bulletproof is all about. Bulletproof shows you how you can do that. And here's the rub, guys. I don't want anything from you. I'm not impressed with being famous. I'm not trying to be famous. There was a time when I was young and in radio and I wanted to be the, you know, I was a local celebrity in the different cities that I worked and people knew my name and, and all of that. And that was a time when I was impressed like that, but not anymore. <laughs> I, I, that's just not something that's important to me. I love helping people realize the greatness that's in them. And that's the platform for Bulletproof. There's a call that I do each and every Friday, each and every Friday morning. You can get on the Bulletproof call. The number to the Bulletproof call is area code 253-993-3111. It's just a phone call. It's not a Zoom. It's just a 30-minute phone call that you can dial in on every Friday morning. It's 7 o'clock a.m. Arizona time. Check your time zones. And you just listen. People call in for Bulletproof from all over the world, different cities, every Friday morning to get their dose of Bulletproof. We're not selling anything. We don't want anything from you. It's a labor of love <laughs> because I really enjoy doing it. So this is the essence of Bulletproof. This is what Bulletproof is all about. For the first time in your life, maybe for the first time ever, you found a podcast from someone who really cares. You found a podcast from a guy who's really doing it and have done it. And I'm willing to show you how you can do it with no strings attached. That's what Bulletproof is all about. So tune into the Bulletproof podcast. You can hear it on all the major podcast platforms, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. It's great listening. You're going to hear people, men and women, from all over the world. Because here's the deal. Many times when we go through something, we feel like we are the only one. And nothing can be further from the truth. So I allow people to come on and share their stories. Maybe you'll hear something and someone will share something and you'll say, that sounds like me. That's what I went through. And then you have to ask yourself the same hard question that I had to ask myself. And that is, what's the difference between that person and me? And really the only difference would be they didn't quit. And so that's what we share here with Bulletproof. I'm so excited to be launching this podcast worldwide because again, we really and truly love helping people. I'm going to be sharing more of myself and more Bulletproof stories with you as the podcast go forward. I think this is a great thing to do. 
so that everybody sort of knows who I am and where I'm coming from and why you should even take time to listen to a podcast like this because it's real. It's not fake. It's not made up. And it's from the heart. So welcome to Bulletproof, the podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it. I hope that you share it with your family and friends. And most importantly, I hope that whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to become, if Bulletproof in any way, shape or form helps you to achieve your goals, then it's all worthwhile. Thank you for listening to Bulletproof, the podcast. Remember, Bulletproof means we never quit. We never stop. We never give up because we truly understand that true success is based on laws and not luck. And in all you're getting, get bulletproof.